Bismillah, day 17 of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah. Let's begin. Jannatu adnan tajni min tahtiha al-anharu khalidina fiha wa dhalika jazao man tazakka. Gardens of lasting bliss, graced with flowing streams, and there they will stay. Such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. And that's the whole point of this Ramadan series. We want to purify ourselves to get that garden of lasting bliss, inshallah. So, Bismillah, Rabbi Shrahni Sadri, Wayasili Amri. So, if you still didn't know by now, we need Tasakia, self purification development, to be granted heaven. And of course, the most important condition is your intention. Nothing can replace your intention. You alone are responsible for your intentions. The purpose of our creation is in line with self-development. How so, you might ask? Well, we're in this life as a test to see if we can do good, if we can be good. We're responsible for our own actions. All the deeds we do are so we can be granted heaven. And no one can do these actions on be- on our behalf. So no one can pray for us instead of us. No one can fast instead of us. And therefore, no one can go through self-development on behalf of us. And the Qur'an constantly reminds us that heaven is the reward of our actions, the good ones, of course, the good actions. And so, yeah, we can attend Islamic lectures, we can listen to podcasts, we can think about how we can do better, we can even be in the company of the righteous. But none of these things will enter us into heaven if we ourselves, if we alone, don't take our own actions or have the right intentions. Think about it, if we could enter heaven without being held accountable for our intentions and actions, then this life wouldn't be a test. There wouldn't really be a purpose to this life. And same thing with self-development. You have to have the intention and act on your own accord to be a better version of your past self. We have this verse, وَإِذَا جَاءُكُمْ قَالُوا آمَنَّا قَدْ دَخَلُوا بِالْكُفْرِ وَهُمْ قَدْ خَرَجُوا بِهِ وَاللَّهُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْتُمُونَ When they come to you, believers, they say, we believe, but they are committed to disbelief when they enter and when they leave, and Allah knows what they hide. Surah Al-Ma'idah, verse 61. And so this verse is all about intention. So they say that they're believers, but they come to like the gathering with disbelief and they leave with disbelief because that's their intention was never to enter the gathering as a believer. And... If you're not inclined to bad things or evil like actions, then shaitan can't force you to commit evil. Yes, shaitan is around. Yes, shaitan waits for us to commit evil. But even the Quran states that he didn't have this authority on us. He doesn't have this authority on us to control our own actions or intentions. And we have this verse. وَقَالَ الشَّيْطَانُ لَمَّا قُدِيَ الْأَمْرُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَعَدَكُمْ وَعَدَ الْحَقِّ وَوَعَدُكُمْ وعدتكم فأخلقت فأخلفتكم وما كان لي عليكم من سلطان إلا أن دعوتكم فاستجبتم لي فلا تلوموني ولوموا أنفسكم ما أنا بمصرخكم وما أنتم بمصرخي إني كفرت بما أشركتموني من قبل إن الظالمين لهم عذاب أليم And Shaytan will say to his followers after the judgment has been passed, Indeed, Allah has made you a true promise. I too made you a promise, but I failed you. I did not have any authority over you. I only called you and you responded to me. So do not blame me. Blame yourselves. I cannot save you, nor can you save me. Indeed, I denounce your previous association of me with Allah in loyalty. 
Surely the wrongdoers will suffer a painful punishment. Surah Ibrahim, verse 22. So again here, it's this is a reminder that on the Day of Judgment, even we can't even point the fingers towards Shaitan because at the end of the day, it was us. We were, we were responsible for all our intentions and all our actions. And let's face it, with Allah's, without Allah's support or help, we wouldn't be able to do anything. If you think about it, we start our day, we should start with start most things with the phrase Bismillah in the name of Allah. Because all things are from Allah, all things begin with Allah. And just as we have Allah's support, we have Allah's guidance. We have this verse, وَإِنِّي لَغَفَارٌ لِمَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا ثُمَّ but I am truly most forgiving to whoever repents, believes, and does good, then persists on true guidance. Surah Taha, verse 82. And so this is a reminder of Allah's forgiveness to those who strive to remain guided, who repent, who believe, who do good. And so that's what it essentially takes. That's what it what counts. Commitment, intention, doing good, and will promise good things. We know the hadith of um, if we take one step towards Allah, then Allah takes ten towards us. And so this again reminds us that if we're committed, if we have the right intention, if we want to gain Allah's mercy and pleasure, then we, we firstly need to take the first step. We need to make the effort. And we have this verse, وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَ وَسَعَى لَهَا وَسَعِيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَأُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ سَعِيهُمْ مَشْكُورًا but whoever desires the hereafter and strives for it accordingly and is a true believer, it is they whose striving will be appreciated. Surah Al-Isra, verse 19. So again, this verse is reminding us of the reward for those who strive. This verse can also be a reminder that when we're feeling down or when we're full of despair or when we're when our actions aren't filled with devotion or dedication, this reminds us, this verse, it reminds us that our intention counts, that the striving counts, the fact that we're even trying and striving to become better versions of ourselves through teskiyah, through self-development, counts. And we have this verse, مَنْ كَانَ يُرِيدُ حَرَثَ الْآخِرَةِ نَزِدْ لَهُ فِي حَرَثِهِ وَمَنْ كَانَ يُرِيدُ حَرَثَ الْدُنْيَا نُؤْتِيهِ مِنْهَا وَمَا لَهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنْ نَصِيبِ Whoever desires the harvest of the hereafter, we will increase their harvest. And whoever desires only the harvest of this world, we will give them some of it. But they will have no share in the hereafter. Surah Ashura, verse 20. Again, this is this verse is reminding us it's all about intention. If you want, if your intention is to do things for the hereafter, then you're gonna be increased for that. But if your desire or intention is only for this world, then that's what you're going to get at the end of the day. And again, you're in control of your intention. And it's important to have single-minded devotion that your goal, your main goal is to please Allah and thus gain heaven. So if we have the intention, then we're actually more likely to take actions towards achieving that goal of gaining heaven. And I'm sure many of you are familiar with the story about the man who had killed 99 people and he saw a scholar and asked like am I I can I can I be forgiven or is it too late for me and he was told to repent and move to another town to be among the pious people but the person died along the way and despite his previous actions of killing 99 100 people actually he was granted mercy because his intention to change was sincere and he was putting in an effort to change so he was he died on his way to the new town where he would be surrounded by pious people so this story this is a lesson for us that if we have the right intention 
that Allah will be there to guide us and have mercy on us. So therefore, today's moment to reflect is, have you reflected on your intentions these past few weeks? We're almost at the end of Ramadan. Have you reevaluated why you do certain actions? Have you like double-checked, for example, your intentions regarding fasting? Like, why are you ultimately doing this fasting? What about your praying? Have you checked your intentions when you pray? Or why you're reading Quran? Is it just so you finish the Quran in a month? Or is it more? What is your intention? And don't just check your intentions, but make sure that you're putting in an effort to change for good. So that's today's moment to reflect and time for dua. Ya hayu ya qayyum bi rahmatika astaghith aslih li shani kulluh wala takilni illa nafsi tarfata'ayn O ever-living one, O eternal one, by your mercy I call on you to set right all my affairs. Do not place me in charge of my soul even for a moment. Ameen. And just like that we finished another chapter and we're now on the final chapter of this book which will look at self-development concerning in con- the context of our relationship with Allah. And as always, anything incorrect is for myself and all good is from Allah, so forgive me for my shortcomings. And alhamdulillah, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, shadwana la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu alayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.